This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. I am joined on this delightful, if frigid morning, by my kid brother, Eric. Kid brother, Eric, how you doing this morning? Todd, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, we discussed at length a couple times that if you're just joining us uh, on this wonderful ride, this experience, if you found us on Spotify or, or stumbled upon us on Apple Podcasts and you say, who the heck are these guys? You know, what are they all about? Who are they? Um, you know, you would have to go, you'd have to go back deep in the catalog to hear kind of some of your information about you, Todd, and you'd have to kind of go through a variety of episodes. Uh, We've also addressed that there might had, I just might've shown up, you know, (laughs) and just started talking. So there's not a possibility that anyone even knows much about me unless you have been listening throughout the entire ride. So there was one element of our, our podcasting that I realized that we just didn't pay as much attention to or follow through. And that uh, is probably incorrect. And, and that was somewhat the community, the Toddcast community in terms of, we do have a website. Uh, we do have Twitter, which is easiest means uh, we do have an email. And if you're so inclined, there is a Facebook page in which every now and then we'll sprinkle some Todd, uh, Toddcast uh, dust on that and throw some good stuff out there. But so we do get questions, and, and we've had voicemail questions before that we've answered and so forth, but we right. do get sprinkled with questions and stuff that uh, on some occasions we'll just email back directly if they only benefit the one person. And then in some cases, uh, like today, we're going to do our first ever Q&A show, uh, which then will tell you know, more users that just stumbled upon us a little bit more about ourselves. Uh, in in less of a biography stance of us just saying, hey, this is, you know, let me tell you about my life. So I think right. this is a nice little hybrid between the two, uh, which uh, I have a folder. You know, obviously, when you email or so forth, I just throw it in the Q&A uh, folder. And we've got a stack full of questions here that Todd and or I have not seen. So mind you, it is uh, filtered nearly automatic. And we don't look at it. So that way we can be as organic as possible, which could turn into a train wreck or could be Good. wonderful juice uh, for everyone's listening pleasure. So, Todd, are you game for what we will call our first Q&A episode? Let's do it. Let's do All it. Right. I am I am primed and ready to answer whatever reasonable or ridiculous questions the, the listeners have for us. Good. So I've, I've kind of, you know, to, to protect the... The names in the innocent or so forth, I will. I do have on some occasions first names, last names. Um, at no given point in time will I give both, but I might uh, give one and an initial of the other. So if you want that uh, complete metadata, uh, that is giving you all the rules right now. Um, and some of the questions, you know, I've kind of limited them down. You know, there are several paragraphs on some, so I've limited down to the general question that they're asking. So as ridiculous as some would get, I have all the questions in front of me, Todd. I will, um, you can pass it off to me if you would like to answer first or second, or if I have a good answer, I will go right into it. Uh, sure. Either way, this is, but the first one, Todd, I would like to give to you is okay. uh, uh, Mr. Bean, B-E-E, 
N-E, uh, sent in. What would you name your boat if you had one? Todd, have you ever <sighs> thought about owning a boat and or naming a boat? Not, not really. Not, not seriously. I mean, the whole boat thing is problematic for me uh, on, on a few levels. I mean, I can swim and there's a, you know, there's a whole story about me and swimming and being in the Navy and the swim test story. That's, that's quite enjoyable that I'm not going to relate now because that will take up the whole episode, but I'm not what you would call a strong swimmer. So being on a boat has some inherent challenges there and to further, you know, make that worse. I tend to get a little bit of the motion sickness sort of situation going on seasickness. So me and boats generally are not a great plan. What would I call the boat? If I, if I had a boat, if somebody said yeah, here, Todd, question. here's, here's a boat. What do you, what, what would you call it? I guess I would probably call it something like, you know, please hold my hair <laughs> because I would be puking <laughs> off the side of it on there a near go. constant basis. Um, well, I love, I love the, 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 way you come up with that in a sense um, if you so i took it less literal as boat meaning there i guess the whole concept of naming a boat comes down to hey here's this thing and uh, you know this vehicle or this item this purchase and you have to name it we you know have you ever named a car before todd or is that <sighs> i feel like I, I i i feel like i have and it's it's weird because i'm i'm struggling to remember what the names were um I had a I had a Dodge Aries that yeah, I had I all that. sorts of uh, that I had all sorts of of you know bumper stickers on back when I was into bumper stickers and letting people know how I felt about things that mm -hmm. all were variations on you know you know sort of tongue in cheek hail Satan sure, <laughs> and no, you know I think I, I think I had one that said you know doing my part to piss off the religious right or something like that um, and with Aries being a god of war. I think I referred to that as, as, you know, Satan's little warrior. Okay. Like it's not yeah, so much a go. name as, you know, it's not like, well, you know, Jim or Bertha or whatever, sure. but yeah. Yeah. So I, well, I like that. I like that. When you think of bumper stickers, here's, I'm going to throw one at you just to see if you re recall seeing these. Do you recall the, shh, I'm talking to God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember seeing quite a few of those yeah, back in the day. No, the, yeah, well, yeah. They're, they're still scattered around our um, mother's house, which is which. When you thought of bumper stickers, for some reason that popped in my head and yeah. it had me chuckle quite a bit. Yeah, the yeah. the whole concept. I've named a couple cars. Oh, I, I named the the last van was Captain Phasma, which because nice. it was the. Sh shade of because they, they were like what color is it i'm like i don't know it's like the color of captain phasma <laughs> so, so <laughs> and that because it's like a silverish gray right so right, right. that was that was that aspect but i also think naming things are kind of is kind of fun in a general sense i'm always really silly with anything i name uh, oh, yeah. starting from you know the first time you actually create a name for something a lot of times i would think like aol or your email right that was the first time you actually had to come up with like what am i going to name stuff and right. You know, in my youth, my first ever, my first ever AOL or instant messenger name was Lights Out 03, which was like a <laughs> reference to punching somebody and knocking their lights out, I guess. Okay. Of course, okay. I was violent wrestler boy. Right. So, right. you know, I would be tempted. I would be tempted not to like make that like my AOL or AIM screen name, the name of a boat. Mm. I ah, think that would yeah. just work as like, hey, this is, you know, a throwback to you know, younger times. And why wouldn't I name my first actual, like if I could afford a boat or buy a boat, 
that'd be a huge adult accomplishment. Even though yeah, I have zero yeah. affinity for getting on a boat. <laughs> like there is zero in me that wants to get on a boat. But right. I think it would be fun to throw back and be like, you know what? Let's take this newest thing, a, a sign of adulthood and I guess wealth or making it or whatever. You know, I'm sure that, you know, you can buy yourself a boat. That's yeah. not saying you're, you know, I'm thinking right. of a yacht, you know, I guess something like if I had a yacht, why not go to the like the furthest end of the spectrum? And like when I had, you know, when I was 16, why not just name it Lights Out 03? Well, and I th- I think that regardless of what kind of boat it is, and I think it's even more funny the the lesson like if it's just like a fishing boat, I think I would still refer to it as the yacht. Like, hey yeah. Eric, you want to go hit you know Piedmont Lake and go on That's the it. yacht, even though it was just you know a a, a, a shitty little fishing boat with a, a a crappy little you know outboard motor thing. And the other thing I like, I would just not refer to the boat as the correct type of boat just because that's the kind of guy I am. That's it, and so yeah. I, I think, I think, you know, I would get the fishing boat and refer to it as the yacht, but I think what I would call it would be now that I'm thinking about this, I would call it the sloop John a, as a, <laughs> as a beach boys reference. Yeah, there you go. No, so that's, that's qual- good quality answers there, Todd. I, I, I'm not surprised by your notion of naming. Now the name could be different <laughs> of anything, but like I, I, figured there would not be a series it wouldn't be like i'm gonna call it you know bubba you know like it wasn't gonna be as right. straight and narrow as that just you know, right or in honor of somebody we're just too silly for that stuff so yeah no, all right no. let's let's move on here we have miss ellingsworth who asked us and this one probably is good for you because i'm probably stirred off one of your common conversations about D or whatever what's the closest thing to real magic uh... i'll go because I, I looked at it. Yeah, if, if, yeah I mean, I've, yeah, I've, got, I've got some thoughts, but if you've got something on deck, go for it. Well, here's my thought, is especially in my younger days, if I had a headache, I could will that headache out of being. Like almost, it, it was a, more of a placebo. So I, right. do feel, I do feel that there are some elements of your brain that can kind of will into existence how you feel about things. You know, I'm not getting yeah. all, you know, saying, hey, spiritually, this and that. And you're like, if you have a, if you're throwing up and, or you have, you know, diarrhea or so forth, I don't believe you can just say, yeah, I don't want that anymore and get rid of it. But I do right. feel that there are some elements that would be the closest to magic would be like, yeah, I have a headache here, but I don't want a headache. So I'm going to drink coffee because I think coffee cures headaches, which right. something in your brain right. then tells you that, <laughs> you know, right. Because no, that's, that's fair. So I know caffeine works and it makes yeah. you awake, but I also feel that caffeine is not the number one thing that makes you feel awake. It is the fact of the senses and, and your ability to think, hey, I'm drinking this coffee, so now I'm more awake. And I think because, even if you take that first drink of coffee, sometimes you feel more awake. I'm yeah. sorry, but that caffeine hasn't hit. You know? right. So right. I feel right. that is the closest to real magic in my, in my estimate. And since we're speaking of coffee, I'm going to give all the listeners a wonderful, not sure if you can hear that, but that is coffee. Uh, so, oh yeah, that is That's for all stuff the, right there because I want to wake up and, or maybe I have a headache that I need to get rid of. There's my <laughs> real yeah, magic. There you go. What do you, what do you well, think, and, Todd? I mean, this, this, I'll get back to the magic piece, but it's, it's interesting. You say, you know, you can just sort of will away your headaches. I have the ability to stop myself from having hiccups, which a lot of people oh, seem to think is witchcraft. That is like, witchcraft. <laughs> what is good? I knew you were up to some bad stuff when you were like fires in people's yards. 
damn. No, it's just it's and I can't explain how I do it, but you realize, you know, a hiccup is just a a spasm in your diaphragm. And once I learned that information, there's just one day I just decided, okay, it's your diaphragm. Okay, we'll 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 see. You know, I got the hiccups. Okay, I don't want to have the hiccups. I'm gonna, you know, stop this. And I do. So like I will still get the hiccups, but I get about somewhere between three to five hiccups. And then it's done because once I've gotten one, I'm like, yep, this isn't happening. We're done here. And I just will <laughs> them away. And it, and it, uh, a lot of people seem to think that that's magical. Um, uh, I, I think, you know, whatever. Well, throw me um, in that mix. Cause I think that is magical. It's just diaphragm control, man. That's all. That's all it is. Like it, it really, it really frustrates slash delights me simultaneously because both, both of the girls have been like inquire. And they do like, you know, exercises for your diaphragm so you can sing better and project and this and that and the other thing, which I don't know anything about. And I'm like, y'all should have the like the best diaphragm control in the house, but yet you can't pull this off and I can't, whatever. Anyway, I'm going way off track. If I were to say wow. the closest thing to to magic, it would probably be time travel via freshly cut grass. I'm not even sure how to respond to this. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't think you would. And that's why I left it go silent for a minute there. Oh, no, um, I would say, because I've often said that memory is kind of a, a, a form of time travel. If you, you sure. think back that's to your cool. past, I mean, you're here in the present, but you're remembering, but you're, you're also transporting yourself to a, a point in the past, at least as you remember that point in the past. And to me, that's, that's kind of, kind of time travel and one of the things, at least for me, that triggers that and, and makes that really effective is your sense of smell. Like you can hear a song and it will remind you of a pastime and that's great. Or you'll see a thing, whatever. But for me, if I'm out in the woods and somebody has, has just mowed a bunch of grass, it takes me back to being eight years old, living in Pleasant Grove and dad carving mazes in the super tall grass of our neighbor's backyard like I, I smell that and i'm just taken back like there's there there i i wish i knew what it was but there's a certain kind of laundry detergent that my friend mike's mom used to use <laughs> that their base their their basement smelled like that and that is sure. where we played D D for the first time and anytime i catch a whiff of that i am you know 14 in mike's basement playing D D. Like there's just something about those smells that that just fires up your brain and takes you back, and to me that's magical. No, I agree with you there. I think there's definitely. I mean, smell is so underrated. Oh yeah. And it is impossible to you know like of course if you're gonna say all right give me a sense that you have to give up or whatever, you or or you say hey you know would you rather be blind or or lose your hearing you know so to speak right. like those are right. always the questions never it does it really say hey would you rather lose your sense of smell but boy if you couldn't smell man that that would it would take away exactly what you're saying because i there are distinctive smells that i know of we found one the other day lauren was going through she's doing a uh, envision workshop which essentially means she is creating a vision board which okay. you go through magazines and you cut out things that right. you want to accomplish for the year nice solid right. exercise it is yeah. quality goal setting and just a more fun approach to it well yeah. with that being said she's doing a virtual one on zoom 
uh, and she bought a bunch of magazines. And she looks over at me while she's going through it, and she says, look at this. And it's one of the perfumes, you know, little packets that you smell, like you rip right, open right. and smell. And I haven't seen one of those for ages, for ages, because we don't have magazines anymore, really. I mean, right. They're, they're just no. not there. And as soon as she did that, it took me back to when I was in fifth or sixth grade, and I had in a subscription to Sports Illustrated. And every darn magazine, they had this one cologne that the magazine just <laughs> – so the right. smell of that cologne – in the smell yeah. of in that magazine go side by side, which brings right. me back to fifth grade or sixth grade. And it was just yeah. one of those things. I'm like, man, I need to find a magazine so I can smell that. And, and, you know, <laughs> I just, it, and I don't know, maybe yeah. it makes you, and it, it's like time travel. Absolutely. So that is, yeah. uh, that's a brilliant answer. I did not expect to come. So that, uh, thank you very much, Miss uh, Ellingsworth, I believe it was. Let me see. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. So uh, you ready for the next one, Todd? Or should sure. we take a commercial break? We can, we can take a break. I think that is – we'll take a commercial break, and then let's just say this next question could get a little messy. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. Justinbenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. All right, and we are back. Todd, uh, the, this next question um, comes from Melvin P., all right. Okay. And and I'm scared that we might want to plead the fifth on this, but who is the messiest person you know? Oh, funniest. And here's the fun, uh, here's the funny punchline that he put with it because I guess this okay. might be a common question that you ask people. But okay. if you say he said if you say I don't know, I don't know many messy people, then that means the answer is you. If you don't know any messy, yeah. then then that means you are the messiest person, which. Um, I automatically, you know, and messy could be taken in several different directions, right? You can right. have messy, messy as in like, there are people that are cluttered. And I think we know who right. we would go to after that. Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, yes. Then there are people that are messy in life just means, man, drama everywhere. You know, like just right. whatever, right. whatever, there's always a woe is me or they're always creating situations. You're like, how the hell did you get yourself into that situation? And I'm not saying that we need to air dirty laundry and say who who these people necessarily are. You know, maybe that right. is a question that uh, but the topic itself is pretty interesting and messy, cluttered, sloppy. They're all different. So how do you categorize right. messy? Well, that's I guess, I guess and that's the thing. And I'm, I'm going to go on and on about the, the, the fine distinctions into what messy can mean rather than name names, because I think that's probably going to cause problems um, and is not well, fair I'm... to those people. So <laughs> sure, I, you're, you're sure. right, because because if you say messy to me, my initial gut thought when you say, OK, name someone who's messy. To me, the initial thought of messy is like dirty. It's it's more it's more of the dirty or sloppy. Like children are messy. They have jam hands. They never put anything away. They they've you know always got you know grass stains on this and you know the the chocolate smudge here and they're sure. just like that that's messy. In which case, I'd be hard pressed to come up with. I don't. I guess I don't know anyone who's consistently messy on that definition. 
who isn't also a child for whom you'd expect that. You know what I mean? Like with the pandemic and us living, you know, far away as we do, I don't get a lot of FaceTime with Miles, but I just assume that Miles is probably the messiest person I know from that <laughs> from that perspective because he's, you know, I thought we three. were naming names here, Todd. I swear. <laughs> listen. I mean, he's going to listen, and he's going to be so disappointed. And he's going to throw have to... the pudding at you. And... See, and and he's just gonna prove me right, and that's why I don't. That, yeah. I don't feel. I feel like he's he's self aware enough, even at age three, to know that that this is that this is his 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 burden to bear. And also, I gotta think he's gonna grow out of that eventually. You know, like that kind of messy is probably the most disgusting, but also the most sort of likely to self correct. You know what I mean? When you get into messy in terms of, I guess, the once I get past that, the second definition I go to is more of the just generally disorganized kind of mm-hmm. messy. Sure. I think that's just a that's that's largely just a factor of personality. Like some people really like to have their stuff organized and, you know, in order. I mean, I'm a guy who, you know, has all of my comic books in the boards and backers and, and lined up just so, you know, and inventoried. I've got all of my miniatures, you know, put in little little categories and, and, and whatnot. You know, listening to you and I talk about the metadata on our freaking music files or, or photos, like that kind of messy just doesn't happen for us, at least not for long. And if it is, it's just because we haven't gotten around to organizing the crap out of whatever it is we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of oddballs. Like, not a lot of people are wired that way. Like, some people are like, oh, I have a thing. Here's an empty surface. I will put it there, and I will remember that later, or I won't, and I'll find it. Like, some people just aren't as concerned with that. So there were points where I – there were points where I'd get real upset is not the right word, but, like – being an organized person and going into someone else's disorganized space, it's like, oh, come on, man, get your act together. But I don't know. I've come to learn that just I'm a little over <laughs> organized and try not to judge people for just they're not there. It, yeah, it's fairly funny that we're, this question came up because I was even talking to you offline about my organizational, uh, not necessarily training, but I'm kind of refreshing back through. And there was the, the, the leader, the person who actually teach, taught the course, also wrote a book, and I bought the book and, and actually wrote a blog about it and so forth. But his, Dave Crenshaw wrote a book of called uh, The Myth of Multitasking. And part right. of that talks about your organization and your space, you know, uh, in how you organize things. And he has a, not theory, I mean, but it is his original thought was there are focus masters and there's chaos masters. And <laughs> the, cha- the chaos masters are the ones that basically, you know, have stuff everywhere. You know, they, they have right. post-it notes and, you know, you know, hundreds of places they gather information and put stuff there and, you know, try to get all together. And then your focus masters are the extreme op your polar opposites where everything goes in a specific place and almost your extreme OCD kind of personalities. Yeah. And, you know, the focus masters have an impossible time trying to train or work with people that are not because it's just like, it comes to them naturally. This is how life should be. You should be like this and so forth. So it right. is, a, it, they both have their struggles because the focus masters can't can't understand how you can't be that way. And the chaos masters don't know. <laughs> they can't figure out how you can get the, you know, get it that way. And, and they're, you know, and, and it all comes down to having a process or a plan to get to that point. But it's pretty funny that that's the case. You and I both fall more on the focus <laughs> masters spectrum, you know, yeah. 
which poses a funny, interesting question here, because I won't go into the messinesses either. Um, but there are several people in terms of messy, in terms of drama and so forth. Just go on Facebook. Yeah. You'll find your messy people right away. Oh. <laughs> if, if you're oh, yeah. posting about any relationship uh, turmoil, <laughs> you're considered a messy person. Yeah, that like yeah. that's all there is to it. Like that's not a place to spread gossip and or or talk about your, you know, your dirty laundry. Um, so you could I can think of a couple offhand. I'm just like, oh geez, yeah, that's on the messy scale. Yeah, but nope. do you think if you you know do you think there are naturally people that if you give them more space that they'd be able to you know clean it up and have, you know, me more organized. And that's their excuse is that I just don't have enough room or space to, to, I think, yeah, I, I think there are some that, you know, it's, it's disorganized and all, all cluttered and crazy because there's, if they had access to more space and a, and a better way to organize it, that would happen. I also think there are a lot of people that if you give them more space, that's just more surfaces to clutter and fill yeah, with nonsense. That's... I think, I think that cuts both ways. Depending I'm on, on the ladder know. there. I honestly th- feel that most people that are cluttered naturally, because uh, I think the, we're humans and we are ne- we we kind of live within the space that we're given, mm-hmm. you know, and you can kind of figure out, all right, this is how much stuff I should have for this given space to perform and move around. And I feel as if your space gets larger, you acquire more things. Well, it feels empty. Space. You're used to having well, so much maybe, stuff per square yeah. foot. And all of a sudden you've got more square foot. Like it seems, yeah, no, it can go both ways yeah. for yeah, sure. So that's, it's pretty interesting there, but all right, yeah. let's move on to the next question, which is uh, more, I don't know. I, I, it's more serious maybe in a serious tone. Well, I'm sure we can spin that in a not serious tone. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try and answer it in serious yeah. voice. Like London, this. London M uh, asked us what will finally break the internet. Ralph. Yeah, that is. I mean, that, that is. Is there a different answer for that? I, 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 I mean, it's, it's already been. It's, it's already been prophesied, you know, that Ralph Ralph will be doing this uh, at some point in time. Now, granted, it'll it'll be corrected, I believe. I'm not. I don't remember. I watched that movie, man, and I really like Wrecker Ralph one, but I do not remember Wrecker Ralph two for anything. I actually haven't watched either of those. It's one of oh. those things that's on my list of, oh, someday I want to watch this and just have never gotten around to it. A I make that goofy movie. comment based solely on the title of the thing and knowing that that exists. So, yeah. Well, I did watch Wrecker Ralph, too, which when he breaks the Internet. Right. Yeah. And the it is clever because, of course, you know, the Internet now is is symbolized by actual physical buildings and places and so forth, much like the first one. I mean, if you're going to watch a wreck Ralph, watch the first wreck Ralph, because that's the actual one that, you know, right. You got to start with one and then move on to the sequel, I would think. Right. Well, definitely they're they're but they're similar enough that you're like, if you, you know, it's, you don't need them both. In my opinion, it was kind of more of a cash grab saying, Hey, you know, this is a clever concept and they're nice (laughs) little scenes and so forth, but it's not, it's like, you could have just did wreck Ralph one because they're, take what you see in one and make it into two, you know, that's kind of the concept, but, okay. uh, he, I think he, there's some type of virus and, and obviously that is what, you know, he, he created and then they had to fix that and, you know, so forth. But Ralph did break the internet, uh, in, in terms of like real life, what breaks the internet? Jeez. Who, you know, something better. Like, I don't think it goes away. I think if they're, you know, and whatever you deem as the internet, what is the internet connecting with other people through, you know, through technology? I mean, I don't know. At this point in time, yeah, the that, internet that's... is on your phone. And, you know, officially, Todd, you and I are actually talking via the internet right oh, now. Oh, yeah. 
it's not right. you know it's not the phone lines this is yeah. a skype recorded call so what breaks oh, yeah. that I, I would have to assume that there would be some other if there's a physical internet and the connection and so forth whatever technology comes that's better i don't think complete regulations again, on it right yeah yeah i mean again it comes down to your definitions because when you say what will break the internet i i take that as what will make the internet not function you can also take that as what will just be so crazy popular off the edges that the internet can't handle it sort of what breaks the internet like i don't know like fortnite I saw, fortnite no. <laughs> I mean, to to break the internet, to make the internet not function. I mean, the internet is built with so many built-in redundancies and so forth. Like, the only way to break the internet would be through, you know, an electromagnetic pulse that fries all the electronics. I forget what movie it was where they did that. No, No, (laughs) it's some like in a night like Escape from New York, maybe. Sure. There's some sort of EMP thing that like wipes out all the electronics. Like that's what it would take. But that's not, you know. I don't know. That that's kind of a dull answer. What 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 well, else? What else do we got? Do you got you got any good internet breaking situations, or should we go to the next question? Oh, I don't and have. And just have yeah, have dis, have disappointed around. the listener. No, it, it's it's quite all right. Uh, we have um, another question here. Let me find one. Uh, Stephanie N. Uh, and we'll probably end on this because we'll you know as a Toddcast normal fashion, we could take these five questions and take an entire. Oh, yeah. Five minutes on it. So what is the most useless talent you have? Um, It used to be the ability to hum and whistle simultaneously. Oh, I remember that. Um, Yeah, that was a that's a quality talent. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and and I say used to be because then I had, you know, a bunch of teeth extracted. Now I have a partial and I can no longer do that trick. I mean, luckily, (laughs) luckily. Luckily, it was a useless trick, and therefore I didn't really lose much. But I, I can't, I can't do that anymore. Let me think of what the current useless skill is. What would yours be? To buy uh, me some you know, American? funny, funny enough, Todd, that my useless trick is, and it's been going on for years, also in deals with whistling. But what I can do <laughs> is I can actually whistle through my tongue. So ah. it's, it's not. I mean, I think anyone could probably do it if they practiced enough which just shows my childhood was very boring and Texas Super Bowl <laughs> didn't come into my life until far later. <laughs> but I can, you know, normally someone can curl their tongue, right? And to make it like right. somewhat of a taco shape. Right. And then I can whistle through that by blowing a hole. So it's almost like a flute-esque uh, a jazz flute sound that comes from okay. that. And I'm not, are, are, I have- Are you able to do that and have that cap be captured in your headset or do the acoustics not right uh, for that? You know, the, the sad thing is, I don't know. I haven't done it for a long time. I haven't had this requested for quite some time. So let's see if I can get it warmed up. Um, and now the problem is that you can't quite do this while you're smiling because right. So the, the sure notion that I'm going to do this, it makes my face kind of smile. So hopefully I can um, think of sad things, (laughs) which, which essentially makes me smile because that's a dumb thing to say. Um, Right. All right. Let's see here. Did you hear that? Oh, that was immediate. There was no yeah, editing I, there or anything. That it's, no, that, it's kind of like the blowing across the top of a of a soda bottle type of type of. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which I did learn. End up having. I, I did end up learning how to do that. Uh, a useless talent I wish I had, which also involves whistling, is the loud damn whistle where you put the two things in the side of your mouth and you oh, can whistle yeah. super loud. Wouldn't yeah, I don't know awesome? how people do that. I don't know how don't people either. do that. 
I mean, there's YouTube and I'm sure we could train ourselves. But once again, this would have been YouTube would have been helpful when I was learning this trick, you know, oh, yeah. years ago. Yeah. Uh, now I don't have the time to say, all right, let's figure this out. But boy, that's a fantastic thing to whistle like that. I'm trying to think what mine would be. Useless tricks with whistling. If it's not involving whistling, then we're just, you know, wasting people's time here. Yeah, I think I'm just going to have to stick with the historical, you know, whistle, whistle, and hum. All right, let thing. me. All right, this um, isn't which necessarily I, I, Like I said, I can't, I can't, I can't do. Oh, wait, I can. I can still do it. Bad. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Do that again. Well, I think we got it. Ooh. Now, the thing is, is like, I can't do that to any sort of tune. Like, it is a single tone whistle, single tone hum. Like, I can't, like, wow. play a song in, and, and, you know, harmony with myself with it, which makes it, you know, extra useless. If I could sort of have a one-man mouth band situation going on, that would actually sure. be impressive. It's just yeah. the one note. I can well, sound like a, t a tugboat, I guess, or I whatever say, you call it. sounds that. like if you have that happening, if you randomly hear that in your car, then you start asking questions. You're like, oh, no, what the hell is that? <laughs> so that's kind yeah. of the concept there. Oh, um, I, I guess, I guess mouth adjacent, I can do this. That's what I was just going to call out. I was going to call that out because <laughs> I remember you being able to make the drop sound. And I don't yeah. remember how you do it if you flick your Adam's apple or something. But I it's... remember that being a really cool trick that you used to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I still have that one in reserve. And that's Explain a fun one. what that is. It's a you, – you do a thing with your tongue <laughs> – <laughs> that I can't I, I that's the thing like people have asked me like how do you do that and I was like I don't know how to explain this I just you 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 do this motion with your tongue to move the air around and you flick your cheek and it somehow sounds like dripping water like I, I don't that's yeah that's good um I, and you don't actually have to flick your cheek you like you can tap the top of your head mm -hmm. you can just wave your foot like there's got to be some sort of strike action to somehow okay. kick it off but yeah it's it's good stuff you and, well, and i've been, i've say... been in cars with people or in quiet rooms and just kick one of those off and especially little little children and little people are like what huh what, what's going on here it's it's as, yeah. you know it's fun yeah. yeah as as they should i would talk todd i would say that is the closest thing to real magic we finally answered question number two <laughs> <laughs> there you go so, well, that was fun. Hey, you know, we got a lot more questions here to go. We'll probably make this a thing. Um, yeah. If you keep sending questions, uh, it's real easy. You go to the website, toddcastpodcast.com. There's a contact form. There's also emails and or all social media platforms. So if you don't want to write that down or commit it to memory, there's plenty of that information. You can find that and send us any questions that you would want answered on a future episode. You have anything yep. else, Todd? No, I think that I think that wraps it up nicely. Thanks, thanks, Eric, for you know aggregating all of those and, and throwing those out there. Thanks, thanks for your answers. Thank you, listeners, for throwing these questions to us. And like Eric said, keep them coming. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Toddcast.